0: Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of Trekking Through Compliance. His mission? To explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Trekking Through Compliance, Episode 67, The Impath. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we consider the episode The Empath, which aired on December 6, 1968, and occurred on start date 5121.0. Story synopsis When the Enterprise stops to pick up a scientific staff, Linky and Ozaba, from the planet Meridian 2, which is in orbit around a star about to go supernova, Kirk, Bones, and Spock discover the station has been abandoned for three months. Meanwhile, Scott reports a massive solar flare measuring 3.5 on the Ritter scale, not Richter. Kirk informs Scott to move the Enterprise to a safe distance until the flare passes, putting it out of communication range for 74.1 solar hours. The landing party reviews the tapes to see what has become of the scientific staff. In the tape, a high-pitched whine begins and Linky and Ozaba are whisked away one at a time while attempting to cover their ears. After reviewing the tape, Kirk and company are subjected to the same high-pitched whine and are transported underground to the chambers of the viands, 121.32 meters below the surface. Here, they discovered a timid, mute woman. Kirk starts to approach, or rather McCoy starts to approach, but Kirk holds him back. When McCoy protests that she seems harmless enough, Spock reminds him that the sandbats of Maynard 4 appear to be inanimate rock crystals, Doctor, before they attack. Kirk wonders how he will communicate with a woman unless she is a telepath. However, Spock notes that it is unlikely, since 98% of all known telepathic species send as well as receive thoughts. McCoy ju- dubs the woman Jim. J-E-M. While Kirk is trying to question Jim, two viands appear. When Kirk tries to secure freedom for the landing party, the Vians trap <coughs> McCoy, Spock, and Kirk in a force field, which draws energy from their bodies. The Vions then vanish, releasing the landing party. Jim then touches Kirk's forehead after he has been injured and transfers the wound to her own head and heals it, revealing herself to be an empath. Spock reports that his tricorder now reveals a collection of machinery which did not appear there before. When they go to investigate, they discover Linky and Ozaba encased in plastic cylinders. In addition, there are three empty cylinders labeled Subject McCoy, Subject Kirk, and Subject Spock. Each of the Vines then reappears, or one of the Vines then reappears, rather, and Kirk distracts him while Spock nerve pinches him. However, the vine is only pretending to have fainted, and the landing party does exactly what the Vines intended when they head up to the planet's surface. On the surface, the Viands create an illusion that Scotty is on the surface with a search party. This distracts Kirk and McCoy while the Viands study Kirk and offer to let him go if Kirk offers himself as a specimen. The Viands then torture Kirk without apparent reason. They let him go, but Kirk finds that McCoy and Spock are subterranean prisoners. Jim cures Kirk's injuries but faints from the strain. Although Kirk does not yet realize it, it turns out the Vions are testing the empath Jim to see if she will sacrifice herself by saving members of the Enterprise crew. The Vians have the ability to save the inhabitants of only one out of several planets doomed to destruction and wish to see if Jim's planet is worth saving. The Vians require another test and give Kirk the choice of selecting McCoy, who will likely be killed, or Spock, who will likely suffer permanent brain damage. While Bones is bemoaning being trapped underground, he reports, I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. Pretty basic insight there, Bones. Bones tranquilizes Kirk to give him rest, but Spock points out that he is now in command and will select himself for the torture. McCoy then sneaks up on Spock and tranquilizes him as well, leaving only himself when the violence come for a volunteer. When Spock awakens, he adjusts the control device he has obtained from the, one of the Viands to operate using his own brave waves and transport Kirk and himself, including Jim, to the torture chamber. They find McCoy is tied up and nearly dead with almost no pulse, significant internal injuries, bleeding in the chest and abdomen, hemorrhaging in the spleen and liver, and 70% kidney failure. Jim attempts to save McCoy but stops before she kills herself in the process. She tries again, but McCoy pushes her away. The Vions appear and watch the spectacle, locking Spock and Kirk inside force fields. Kirk secures their freedom and a promise to save Jim's planet when he convinces the Vion that Jim has already earned her planet's survival. So what's the fun fact? Well, I found one of the most interesting interpretations about this episode was on the uh, Mission Log site, which of course I'm citing in the show notes, where uh, a commentator, Gorm Nykrime, Wrote, the viands are misunderstood Christ figures who never took credit for giving their lives to save another. No greater love than this. In the end, they were the true empaths who couldn't live if they knew they survived at the cost of Jim's people. Very interesting interpretation. So, what are today's uh, compliance lessons? Well, the first thing is, what's a gap analysis? When was the last time you've ever done done a gap analysis? Have you ever done a gap analysis? A gap analysis is where you look at your internal controls and you see if they match up to the COSO 2013 Internal Control Framework and or the 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program. So, it's a very powerful and important exercise that you should engage in. Uh, Second... Who is on your investigative team? I thought about this as the viands uh, now uh, seem to me to be really doing an investigation and not simply torturing for the sake of torturing. So um, <clears throat> do they have significant or the correct people on their investigation team? If you have a uh, fraud-based or corruption-based investigation, Uh, investigation, you're going to need a forensic person on, not simply a lawyer sitting across the table from a witness asking questions, but you need somebody who can get into the books and records, somebody who can look at the numbers, and somebody who can determine whether or not uh, what has been done makes sense. And then finally, what's your board of directors role in hiring? It's a significant role, and it's often an underlooked role. So what is the role of the board of director in hiring and approving senior staff? Think about that your next meeting. Join us tomorrow for Trekking Through Compliance, where we look at Elon of Troyes. If you enjoyed this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, you can help it grow by sharing it with the biggest Trek fan you know.